0: So, guys, who are we talking about uh, for our next piece, which
1: company? Uh, so, for, for our next piece, we're going with uh, a sector rather than a company. Uh, we be, uh, we're going to cover um, Indian media companies. And and the reason we chose to go with this is, of course, uh, the news of a Sony Z merger being in the works. That that got us wondering about you know whether we've done a piece dedicated uh, to media before. And it um, turns out we hadn't. And of course, like the, the main question right now is what counts as a media company, right? Like what is media? It kind of gives us the uh, opportunity to like put out our thoughts about uh, what media is as of today. And even like with the changing definitions given organizations that currently qualify as media as per uh, the archaic definition, they're very ad revenue driven, right? Like uh, print media players in India derive like north of two-thirds of their revenue from ads. We all know about Facebook and everything, what happened with Snap a couple of days back. So a little bit of that, honestly, like the scope of Indian media is mind-blowing when you think about the fact that it reaches almost a seventh of all humanity, right? So the scope is incredible. Uh, The journey has been incredible. So I think it was was a good time for us to think about it.
0: Yeah, and like you said, I mean, it's really interesting. The definition of what is media is quite, different right it's not news media that our parents used to consume i think people consume news media less and less right but i mean what have your experiences been with this i mean i know you had a few
2: yeah so i'll just take uh as in my exam is my experience with the entire media piece um so that can be broken down into two pieces one is uh, before the social media or before let's say the facebook family um, and post, let's say after two thousand eight, two thousand and ten, uh, after the Facebook went viral, so I'm not counting Orkut per se. Orkut I do not consider as a as a media media. Orkut was more for a socializing. So we have social media and the traditional media. So traditional media still exists. Uh, so traditional media, if you consider the India's perspective, it's it's basically FM. Uh, so, so basically the radio. Radio also has two parts. One is uh, the private entity and a public entity, which is Doordarshan, uh, uh, not the doordarshan Prasar Bharti. Um, and then we have uh, the print media, print media is, is uh, people still, still uh, uh, believe in print media, at least in India, uh, in the regional languages, uh, but I'm not sure about the content as in how good the content is. And then you have uh, the visual media, which is the, which is the, the television. Um, so if you, if you, and then again, the social media, social media had a huge impact. Sir. So if you just talk about numbers, um, uh, and I, I still feel the, the Facebook has the benchmark over here as in, if you have something, uh, which is done by Facebook and if you, if you can exceed that kind of an expectation, then from the investor's perspective, I think that's, that's pretty much amazing. So if you just talk about Facebook, Facebook, and then I'll talk about some of the uh, what do you say, uh, the successful media entities, which I consider, um, ho gaya ya print ho gaya. Mm. So if you just talk about Facebook, Facebook, the, so in generally, uh, the, the metric, which they consider is, uh, DAU by MAU, which is how many people actively, uh, scout for your content now, Facebook, uh, so if you just talk about Facebook, Facebook will, uh, give you, uh, now, how do I put it? whether there's a term or no, I, I don't know, but Facebook will give you only content which your friends and family is basically posting. Your connection is posting.
0: And there's no sort of verification of like facts. No sort of verification.
2: They, they claim there is a verification. Uh, yeah. That was already testified uh, uh, in front of Congress, but I, I'm not
0: sure. as in, uh, so, I mean, it's sort of the straight off, right? You have Facebook, which is of course. more relevant, but less of, course. of course, of course, of <laughs> course. Yeah.
2: And then you have the other, uh, other, other entities, for example, LinkedIn, okay, Twitter or uh, the Instagram. So that follows your interest Snap, Uh, so that basically follows your interest. So you can actually uh, follow the hashtags, et cetera. So those two are kind of an entity and Facebook is, is more like in, uh, uh the benchmark figure Facebook still has only the Facebook still, still claims. Uh, they have 60, 70%, uh, uh more than 65% DU by mu metrics. Uh, so and the entire family has close to like 80% and they have been consistent and if you just consider in shorts kind of an entity so they they have close to 50 55% uh, uh, DU by mu conversion so just talk about numbers numbers people are still interested uh, in this kind of an uh, this kind of an uh, uh, this kind of an content uh, consumption uh, but long form content consumption, I think uh, people are not interested and in, uh, which is very relevant or which is very prominent. If you just talk about the news channels or uh, just just listening to the FM, the traditional FM, whatever we consider. Yeah. So I, I think people are interested in consuming the content, but because of the attention span, because of the entire social media, I think people. Are now uh, shifting towards fata fata If I can just consume the content faster yeah. in a shorter format, yeah. So I think that's 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 one aspect of the entire media consumption in the media ecosystem.
0: Yeah, I mean, our attention spans have shrunk. Um, yeah. Another big thing time. is we're looking for like more and more specific content, and I, I think one of big the big thing. One of the things in India that's fascinating is you know you've seen this sort of rise almost of vernacular uh, media, media and media different content, regional yeah. content essentially. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you guys have any thoughts on the economics behind it and how it's it's evolved regional content in India?
2: So I can just talk about some advertising numbers. Again, that's uh, uh, India per se. A lot of numbers are uh, not that great as we cannot just trust. But yeah, this is this broad understanding. Uh, so historically, across the globe, radio still accounts for like. Seven to eight percent of the advertise advertisers uh, expenditure. But in India it is less than like one and a half to two percent.
0: Radio specifically. Radio,
2: so, so radio specifically. But if you have something like uh,
0: cricket cricket, then I think it just it just <laughs> goes over like, the roads. Right? <laughs> it so just goes not, over the roof. It's row. not audio, audio as a content format is still widely used.
2: Yeah. 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 And uh, same is the case with uh, the clubhouse. The clubhouse is a classy example. It it
0: went viral for a couple of years, pretty much dead yeah, afterwards. And I mean, like, I believe the stat is only 10% of Indians speak English <laughs> oh, man. and there's so many regional, la- regional languages. Uh, I mean, Shelly, how, how do you see it evolving? I mean, I know a lot of content platforms, Netflix being one, you know, has, has produced a lot of regional content. Uh, what are some of the trends you're seeing in, in vernacular content and how do you see it uh, evolving?
3: So, uh, imagine uh, in the recent years with the penetration of uh, mobile and internet in the in the tier 2, tier 3 cities and uh, otherwise also uh, we, uh, people are coming from various backgrounds who want to watch uh, content in their own language. Uh, so, let's say uh, all these apps like ShareChat, Moj, Trell, uh, they are uh, producing content in vernacular languages. Uh, even before we go to vernacular languages, I think one thing that we need to see is that how is the content, uh, evolving. So, uh, let's say, uh, back in 2016, Facebook had launched its live feature in India, which gave the users access to create content on their own, like live stream, whatever event was happening uh, around them around the same time. TikTok had, uh, come so, um my i covered from uh let's say 2016 from where we uh, sort of uh, started moving towards uh, uh, c- content being created by these uh, uh viewers until before that we were just watching content on tv or youtube or facebook and instagram then we started creating this content so uh, there there are parts like netflix uh, it is having uh, uh regional content now and be- the reasons for like if we talk about the economics creating content regionally or locally is much cheaper than uh, creating content in a foreign country and then uh, uh, selling it in the in india let's say so netflix uh, is is focusing on uh, the, this type of content similarly for hotstar and amazon prime and all other big players in ott i, I mean
1: we've I mean, spoken
0: a lot about netflix and facebook and tiktok and all these international brands um, essentially evolving the way that we create content. You know, we pre- previously had organizations create content. Now we have individuals creating content. Uh, what are some Indian startups that are, you know, doing something in this space?
3: And- so, uh, uh, interestingly, uh, I was checking the share market shares for uh, these OTT platforms and Eros now uh, stands on the second number after Hotstar. And after that, Netflix and Amazon Prime come. So, there is Alt Bal- Balaji also, which is uh, an OTT platform. Then there are these Hyper Shorts uh, platform, where, like Vlogging platform like Trell. So, Trell helps Vloggers uh, rec- uh, record videos and publish it to their uh, subscribers. And then uh, they also start. Uh, now, this Vlogging content is also linked to social commerce. So, let's say uh, 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 Glow Road or a Misho. Would, be, would benefit from these local influencers who are reaching out to their audience in uh, different cities. And uh, now, after consumption, the next step is basically converting them from consumption to uh, uh, subscription or uh, transaction.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, and, and you mentioned Hotstar as well. To me, that's another huge aspect of media that we've touched on a bit. Uh, how big is sports for, for media in India? I mean, what does that segment look like?
3: So, uh, I am not really sure about the right numbers, but uh, Hotstar did have a sudden spike in their uh, uh, subscribers when they started uh, streaming IPL uh, back in 2019 or 20, I think. So, I'm not really uh, sure about the yeah, but I
0: mean, clearly, like, we all know that that's been a huge boom. And, and I mean, it's, yeah. it's something that, again, is, is shifting, right? I mean, you're seeing, typically, you'd, you'd, you'd watch sports on your TV. Now, you have OTT streaming it live. Uh, and so, you're seeing that shift. Not just in terms of, of content, um, but also in terms of sports.
3: Uh... So yeah, so it's also related to like how these platforms are trying to gain subscribers, right? For example, Hotstar is bringing in value uh, through uh, bringing live sports streaming. Uh, Amazon is has launched uh, Amazon Prime has launched its uh, inbuilt app, like you can subscribe to Hulu or HBO within Amazon for an added price within your subscription. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the models that they are exploring. Apart from uh, partnering with the local content producers,:
0: yeah, so kind of bringing in new platforms and synergies between yeah. these platforms, and that's one of the things I mean I feel like it's such a fragmented market. you have so many different OTTs and so many different options so it's many,
3: almost... so many uh, like the target audience is huge, so now how do you cater to them and uh, how do you uh, build uh, at uh, at a like where you break where do you break even basically? And where do you start uh, producing good numbers?
0: So curious about the history, you know, of of media and, and TVs. And I believe TVs were initially sold uh, to get people more interested in politics in India.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: Even religious uh, shows like Ramay and people used to. Whenever people were traveling, they used to stop at a uh, at a maybe a chaiwala shop or somewhere where there is a TV and people used to watch it. And then only then they would continue their journey. So that is where how it started with Ramayan and Mahabharat and right, so-
1: right, and even even like so DTH right, the government was planning on introducing it in around 1996, but uh, there were a couple of reasons why people were pushing back. They were like, no, this is a bad cultural influence on in our society. They had to wait out like another four years till like the year 2000, and finally that's when it all happened. So. A lot, of, a lot of media of, would be a
0: bad influence is that what I right,
1: right. uh, yeah. I think I think in the end media is how uh, it's it's a mirror right to our society and the exactly. the way that our government thinks about it is a lot of it's it's a very interesting and uh, very dangerous line to tread but it it is a very interesting thing about yeah
0: no that that's a fascinating thought uh, of media being a mirror into our society i mean, it's uh, you're almost <laughs> like Especially now when you have more and more people who can create content and more people stuff, put stuff out there. Uh, it, it, it tells you a lot about the way the country is evolving, what priorities people have, what people are focusing on.
1: Right. Uh, right. And like pre, uh, pre-independence, right, like the culture associated with mass media was very different. Like um, nearly like a third of the founding members of the Indian National Congress were journalists. And all major political leaders had their own newspaper or were contributing their writers, uh, their writings to uh, a couple of them. So slowly, like we moved into, from print media, we, uh, after independence, we had the Press Trust of India set up. And uh, once we had FM radio and, uh, you know, Doordarshan and everything, the, the stronghold of the state was very present. And um, media was not really a business. Like, obviously, it, it was more of a public service, right? Like journalists were paid next to nothing for their work. And, and um, suddenly, like, although I think I won't say that liberalization was a sudden thing, right? There are often more uh, debates about how that happened, when that happened, was that a mistake or like some genius decision, but it happened. And uh, 1991 was not like one dot moment where everything changed. But once it did come in, right, like once media became a business, uh, a lot of uh, stuff changed very drastically and and i mean you can see that in the numbers right? the, uh, the profits are increasing like like exponentially up since so uh, really makes us think about what we are consuming how we're consuming it like it's not a one to many again it's like a many to many now uh, everyone's open to uh, you know there is some freedom of press i would say uh, a lot of people would debate me on this but uh, not fully free but yeah it's, it is how it is but a uh, lot of lot of I think I think for me the 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 most important thing is seeing it all change right like this one piece where you have to make a timeline and you see how it started and where it is right now you're just like what what went wrong what just happened a lot of lot of different thoughts about it no, and it's
0: amazing I mean you think about news as a public service and I think mean, that's how evolved in most countries to so now what we have today which is content powered by data, essentially, and a totally different world. Uh, Yeah, let's, what are some of the challenges that media companies face? I mean, especially... When you talk about, uh,
2: yeah, so when you talk about specific
0: challenges,
1: so
2: first of first is basically the capturing data like the Googles and the Facebooks, uh, the world do, and uh, I I don't think uh, the similar, the analysis, uh, the traditional media companies or they have uh, that kind of an infrastructure to capture those kind of a data, and so the kind of value which they provide to the adver- advertisers is, is is basically missing. Um, so if you just compare, let's say, Twitter versus the FM radio, or the speed uh, at which uh, they can decimate any kind of an information. Um, uh, so, so I think these are the two things. First is capturing the data, providing that kind of value-added services to the advertisers, and second is. Uh, how fast you can disseminate any kind of an information. Uh, so whether it's from the government or any any other, any other things. Uh, so I think that's why the social media has all these, uh, all these prowess and all this uh, infrastructure ready just to capture. So anything which is going away from this traditional media is going to social media for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and it comes with a risk, right? I mean, social media has its own set of challenges And we've spoken a bit about. Misinformation being yeah. a big one.
2: Misinformation plus the kind of policies as in the social... I mean, how, how will you implement uh, 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 what do you say, the crackdown? or like is, So you can do something to a Republic TV or let's say a traditional media channel, NDTV, etc. But how will you talk about... How will you do something like that on Twitter or, or how to... Uh, how will you crack down on specific people so so again yeah so the the,
0: the misrepresentation or misinformation is rampant yeah, there and uh, Shali, do you have any thoughts on this um you know kind of how content should be regulated or, or managed
3: not how it should be managed but now no how it is being managed right now for example uh, with regards to information different companies like facebook and twitter they have different policies to uh, sort of, you know, block nuance. So for uh, Twitter, some one new uh, source of uh, problem and the user might be blocked. but the same user could easily propagate through Facebook. So mm-hmm. platforms have different policies and now they have become so huge that uh, uh, they can you know, work independently. Like They cannot work in silos now. Yeah. So uh, that is something also that, isn't the I think policy is
0: quite patient in that? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a fascinating conversation, and and really looking forward uh, to the piece and, and how it comes out. I guess I'll I'll kind of end with one uh, one last question for you guys. Um, when you think about India uh, as, as consumers of, of media and content, I, I think we've we've gotten quite used to free content, uh, and if content's free, it means someone else is paying for it, and that's usually advertisers. Uh, just just. Wanted to get your thoughts on on that dynamic. Uh, you know, is it would the equation be different if people were willing to pay for content? Would it be less driven by by data less driven by advertising?
3: I would say that uh, um, and there are around right now for OTT there are around fifty eight million subscribers, and that subscriber base is growing. So we cannot, that, yeah, we cannot say that people just like free content. That is obviously the case is not going away anywhere I think because of all the free content uh, but having said that I think right now there is an abundance of content so people and like companies and uh, startups who have also started um, curating the content for these uh, viewers so for me let's say I have uh, XYZ interest there are startups which can help me curate that content for me and I am willing to pay for that so there will obviously be a certain TT who will not be wanting to pay for it but there would be other ways. So, it's not like, like you just have to pay for watching the content. It could be that by after watching the content, you're buying something. You're buying something from that platform. or uh, For example, Amazon Mini TV. So, Amazon has launched a uh, Mini TV where it uh, shows view videos for free and uh, gets ad revenue and gets more time on its platform, like uh, on Amazon uh, Amazon app. So, how the content is being used to monetize, like, is the content being used to monetize directly the content only or some aspect of uh, the larger part of the organization? So, there are different models of uh, how this is evolving.
0: You no, know, and it's really interesting. I mean, to me, the OTT case study as well is a fascinating one. I mean, you know, people were used to getting stuff for free. They were used to downloading pirated movies and, and content and then this OTT revolution kind of came in and behavior is changing and people are now willing to pay. But I think what people are paying for is really the convenience, right? They're not... The convenience of getting content so easily. Right. So it's a fascinating... I guess any closing thoughts from you guys? Um, One final
2: thing, so I think at least if you talk about just India, I think the regional content is going to be... uh, will be a ma- massive play whether it's a written content or a recorded content or a live content or a print content. Uh, so I think uh, a lot of people are interested, a lot of people are are now getting into that. So I think uh, with respect to media, I think the regional play is going to be a massive play. At least that's what I see At least uh, in the next four or five years. That can be I think, media or social media over there, uh, political views news yeah,
0: education anything yeah. yeah I mean definitely quite an exciting time and really looking forward to this piece It's uh, it's been a big part of our society and I love that phrase it's a mirror into our culture and how we evolved. Uh, so so thanks a lot guys for this uh, brainstorming session and look forward to seeing other pieces in the